being that I am a Disney nerd, uh, I've been a fan of Disney since the age of a youngling, since I was knee, uh, knee high to a tablecloth. I have to have these moments where you have a big Disney movie release and I have to spend 93% of the episode talking about my opinion of said episode and uh, said movie. And here I am today about to talk to you about my opinion about Lion King. What is going on with you? Welcome to the Greatest Voice Podcast. You are part of the family. You are part of the movement. How do you feel? What is up? Are you in the movement? Are you in the vibes? What's going on with you, baby? How you feeling today? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, We shall commence this podcast like we have commenced every single episode of the Greatest Voice Podcast, even to back in the day when it was called the People's Paradise Podcast, with a quote to a song, to a ballad, to a verse, to a melody. And... That melody, the today's melody is going to come from a song by a group called Sonder. It's a song called What You Heard. And at the two minute and 52 second mark in the song, you hear the young man on the vocals whose name is Brent Fias. Those of you guys out there know I have a fascination with this man's voice. One of the most talented singers in the world. He said in the song, he said, if he was a winner, you would never want for nothing. If I got up in it, I would beat it down. I will make you forget that you were ever with them. Now, I don't encourage stepping out of the boundaries of your love. I don't encourage cheating on your boyfriend. I don't encourage cheating on your girlfriend. But if there's any, if there was any bar that made infidelity sound so raw to me, it was that bar. Shout out to Brent Fires. And granted, I'm not illustrating it nowhere near as good as that young man did in the studio with his shirt off. But 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 it's good. I don't know. I don't know if his shirt off was off or not through the recording of the song. I just know that at the end of the day, you know, hey, I, he mostly he mostly posts pictures of him in studios with microphones and bare chested with chest hair. So I'm assuming he recorded it with his shirt off. Um, it is what it is. What is going on with you? Welcome to the Greatest Voice Podcast. How are you feeling? What's up with you? Shout out to my YouTube listenership. Shout out to my Spotify listenership. What's going on with you? I stole that line from Joe Budden. What is up with you? So, uh, let us just hop right into it. Let us just commence it. I took an hour and 43 minutes out of my day to watch the new incarnation of Lion King. I was highly disappointed. I really do feel some certain type of way about that film. Uh, bro, like, talk about a waste of $11. Um... Talk about killing somebody's childhood. Talk about killing somebody's even childhood fantasies about wanting to shape shift into hyenas, lions, or whatever the hell type of bird Zazu was. Like, this, bro, like, this, this film combined with that, that, that cheesy, cheesy, terrible live action Aladdin film has really made me lose faith in all live action incarnations of remakes of disney films for my generation this film was bs and i know a lot of y'all ain't gonna say it because y'all have y'all nose four or five feet up childish gambino's butt up james earl jones's butt a beyonce's butt i would love to be up her butt but the point is is so let me just go through the list of, of why because I, 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 I like to explain to people my issue with the film i don't want to just talk shit i want to let you know why i had an issue i'm gonna let you know right now so let, let's just get right into it number one I okay. Let's start with a positive first. Let's start with a positive. The artistry of this film is amazing. 
And I know that kind of sounds empty to give it that compliment after I just spent the last 45 seconds telling you how it's the worst thing since Little Nicky with Adam Sandler. But the artistry of this film, the CGI artistry of this film is amazing. Like, just I, like you'll watch this film and see this is proof of how far technology has come with the cooking, with the cozinando, which in Portuguese means cooking, cozinando, cozinando of just film. Like, it just looks so realistic, bro. Like, if Chronicle Narnia, if Chronicles of Narnia was a guy named Demetrius Jackson, and National Geographic was a girl named Keisha Jones, if they had a baby, I've never seen a couple who both had two last names that started with the same letter. But if they didn't have a baby together, this film is a this film is a dream child of that. Now, that's a great thing. Great thing to know. Just beautiful artistry. Just, just it's like this shrimp ramen noodles mixed with Vienna sausage. Just perfect. Now. The negative to that is they did a terrible, just terrible. And this was something that's such a big detail to me of the film that I don't even know how they made this film, bro, without even noticing this. They did a terrible job of capturing emotion, displaying emotion in all the faces of the characters, except Scar. And I'm going to bounce back to him. They did a terrible job of just catching basic emotion in these. It just looked like they don't understand, bro. Like, see, it's 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 hard to do a live action remake of animation. And I've said I've said I said this before on the podcast. I'm recorded again. You never do remakes of animation. You do animated remakes of live action because what happens is. With animation, you can literally make every you can with animation. Animation is different than CGI. Animation, the way you draw the character, the way that you you can literally make the character's facial expression do anything that the f you want. You can make that character's facial expression show a certain amount of emotion that you can't even see in human faces. And the Lion King from my uh, generation it captured that. All the performances felt so much more real because you saw you saw Pumbu's eyes grow wide when uh when, like that scene. There's a scene like that scene in Lion King when uh Pum when, Pumbu's, when Timon's running after when uh when uh Nala gets hot and goes after Timon and Timon uh, no after Pumba and Pumba's talking to Timon. It's like Pumba, Pumba, what's going on? She's gonna eat me. And you look at Pumba's eyes and you see his eyes grow wide and those red circles grow in his eyes like that intense frantic fear like. You can't even see that in human emotion. You can't even see that in a real human's face, but in a cartoon, it makes it so much more real and entertaining. You don't see none of that in this live action remake. None of that. Like, it, like even, bro, when you see Simba's face during the stampede or whatever the hell those goddamn animals are, like those gray antelope looking things, when you see it in the cartoon, you see the shock and fear in his face. I never appreciated that until I saw this film because in this film, in that same moment, you can't see that. You can't perceive that. Like, it's not even there. Like, it it, it doesn't even exist, bro. Like, it's not it's, it's not even a thing. Like, I, I don't see... It's not... It's just not there. Like, it, you... The character's not showing emotion cheapens and just doesn't make any of the scenes of the film feel i'm gonna say real i'm gonna say feel like something actually was going on i'm gonna say makes any of the scenes feel authentic because you can't see the emotion you can't see these characters emote and display what's going on in their facial expressions when you look at simba's face 
when he's looking at his dead daddy lying on the ground with goddamn reindeer or antelope, whatever them damn creatures is called, hoof marks stomped in his head and face and shit, and he just looks the same as he looked for eighty six percent of the movie. It you don't you don't it doesn't seem authentic, like bro, like when you watch that. Do you remember watching the cartoon version of Lion King? You see Simba's face when he's like, "Help! Somebody! Anybody! Anybody! Help!" Like, God, you, you have you, you. It was bro, like my heart cried watching as a five year old laying on my mama's, uh, laying on my mama's full of cracking eggs in the carpet. Don't, don't ask. I was a weird child. Like he's so, it, it just was different. When you watch this film, when you watch this film. You get none of that. Like, none of that, none of that is an option. Like, none of that. Like, it's, none of that is even close to an option. That's the first thing. Second thing, that's that's not the first thing. That's that's a that's a really big issue with me. Like, so that's one thing. I hope I illustrated that clearly, the lack of emotion. The next thing about this film, and this is a negative too, is they rushed... I'm talking about like if this film was like a, the Usain Bolt of they rushed the sh- they rushed this film far too they they rushed this film far too much they rushed scenes in the film that I didn't even realize the gravity and the importance of that scene in the film of the old film until I saw how fast they rushed past it they rushed the conversation between Simba the last conversation between baby Simba and Mufasa they rushed that conversation like. It makes it even, and that, that, that's another thing we're gonna talk about. James Earl Jones's performance. Let's talk about it. And I love James Earl Jones like we all do. I like his voice. He got a great voice. I got a great voice too. You don't even take him seriously in the film, bro. It James Earl Jones's performance, Beyonce's performances. I swear to God, feels like they were just reading from the paper, which is technically what they were doing. But it felt like they were just reading, like they were script reading, like it felt like script read. Childish Gambino's performance felt a little bit more like more it flowed off pretty well child knowledge performance a uh, little girl knowledge performance flowed off a little bit more well that the performance like it just it just didn't it just didn't flow well bro like i, I wasn't feeling that bro like then on top of that it just was <sighs> they rushed this film too much and when you rush a film like this they rush past certain moments in the film where they didn't rush it in a way where you couldn't even. It just, it was too rushed. It, you can like you don't bro like if you watch this film and then the score makes it feel more rushed. They play the same damn score for an hour throughout the film. Like you, it, 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 it just, it just is too rushed. You know, I just, I didn't like that. Everything about the, like the scene, like every, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard when you have a film that's so rushed and then on top of that. You rush the film, you rush the performances of the actors, and then also the actors aren't have you can't see the authentic authenticity of the actors' performances in their faces, so then it just feels cheapened. Like the film just feels like a plastic knockoff of the original. Like the The only saving grace to the acting performances in this film, I'm gonna say honestly, my personal opinion, is Scar. I don't know the name of the man who played Scar. I don't know his name, but I'm gonna say right now. He did an amazing job. That man was, he did a fantastic, beautiful, amazing job as Scar. Like, and it's not even necessarily his voiceover perform- performance altogether because how he sung Be Prepared, I was not feeling how he sung Be Prepared. But the way he talked, 
and also the way that they design they designed Scar amazingly. And I'm gonna tell you, out of all the characters in that film, they designed Scar the best because as soon as I saw him giving that goddamn TED talk to that gerbil about the unfairness of life, I looked at him and thought, this nigga is evil. Like, this is an evil ass line. Like, he just looks evil. Like, he embodied, he did a great job of embodying Scar. A few of his monologues felt a little bit too much. A few of his monologues were a little bit too much. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna hold you. He was doing a little bit much. But outside of that, a great performance. Like, great, great performance. I think he was the, he had the best performance throughout the film. And a lot of that has to do, honestly, with because of just the way they made Scar look. Like, Scar looked... There was no distinguishing physical characteristics for me between all the other lines and other islands. Like, it just was like... When you looked at Scar because the way they designed him, he looked like the character he was supposed to be. When I saw Mufasa, when I saw Simba, I honestly just saw anthropomorphic animals. I just saw talking lions. He could have been Aslan from Chronicles of Narnia for all the hell I gave a goddamn. And coupled with the fact that their faces made no emotions, made no changes in their face. Like, Scar's face changed throughout the film. You saw the, you saw him frown and frown. Like, you saw, you, you saw the emotion. You saw, like, they gave the same grace they gave Scar, they should gave to everybody else. They spent so much time making Scar look evil. I don't know if they should just spend that much time making Simba look good or not look hot, which is another thing, too. That, speaking of which, let's talk about that. The way they rushed that scene in the film where they play Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John and that one lady, and, you know, it just was, it just, it did not come off genuine at all. It just was so rushed and just so corn. It was so, bro. Like, do do you remember that scene? Do you remember in the scene with Lion King where, like, you know, you see Simba and Nala talking? They're walking. They're, you know, it, the, when the song is playing, that can you feel the love tonight? When you hear that playing, do you remember the look on Simba's face when he's running around? What the look on their faces when they're running? Do you remember the look on Nala's face where? Him and her and Simba, they wrestle and they fall through the vines and stuff and they fall in this net. And then Nala looks uh, and uh, they're on top of each other. And Nala licks him on the face and uh, Simba looks down at her and Nala looks at him with that look like she but like he about to give her the like, I'm about to give you all this line. <laughs> like she looked like, bro, do you remember the no, 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 serious. All jokes aside, do you remember the look on Nala's face like how she was looking at Simba like. I'm about to give you all this pussy. Like it was this look like I'm about to give you want you want to take it right now. Like she like she's about to put some on him. That's not displayed in this film. <laughs> That's not shown in this film, bro. It's just not. Like you watch the film, bro, and it's like it, it, there's just no genuine emotion expressed. I wasn't feeling Beyonce's full performance in this film. I'm not gonna lie to you. She sung Can You Feel the Love Tonight pretty good, but this was not a good film, bro. I'll be honest with you. And I'm a Disney fan. I'm a Disney nerd. This just was not a good film. But it's for so many reasons. Um, Timon and Pumbaa. Timon and Pumbaa, I'm half and half on. Because when I first saw them, just just hearing just hearing Seth Rogen's voice annoyed the hell out of me. And I like Seth Rogen. He's a funny, fat guy. But just hearing his voice annoyed the hell out of me for some reason. I can't even begin to explain to you why. But... It just, it just, it just, it, it's like, yeah, but, excuse me, but it just annoyed the hell out of me, but they, you know, they had some chemistry, it's just, just, I can't tell you, they had the, I will say this, that scene in the film where, do you remember that scene in the original Lion King where like, uh, like, uh, 
Timon and Pumbaa put on like those Hawaiian. Timon does like that Hawaiian dance, and he puts like a symbol. He does that. He, he takes Timon. Timon. Let me get my words together. You remember that scene with Timon singing to the hyenas? Like, if you're looking for a big bad juicy meat, eat my mommy up here, Timon, because this is he. Like, they didn't do that same scene to the hyenas in this one, but the scene that the, how they did bait the hyenas was funny. I ain't gonna lie, I laughed out loud. Like the way they did it was funny. Like, like be our guest, and it was just so funny. It was, it just was. That was funny. That was the only time they made me laugh. But I didn't think that this thing where they tried to make the hyenas. They tried to make the lead hyena like intelligent and well spoken and have a history and make her like the hyena queen. And they just didn't they just didn't give her the right to me development and shine to where I was gonna sympathize with her or think she was a dope character. Like it just didn't, bro. Like I'm I'm be honest with you, I just wasn't effing with it. And let me just say this. There are there are a lot of live action remakes that are good. Like the Jungle Book live action remake, that's a good remake. The live action Beauty and the Beast remake, that was a good remake. The Cinderella remake to me, that was a good remake. This one is not one of them. This one was not one. Aladdin was not one. This one, I would give it an F. I give it a negative one. I, I was really disappointed. Like, I feel like it, this just was not a good film. I didn't feel the flow of it. Um, That's honestly how I feel about it. This really made me lose faith in all future Live action remakes. Let me see. Is there anything else? I because I, I I had a note list. I was pissed at this film. I had a lot of shit I wanted to talk about. Um, let's see, uh, let's see, Simba, you fool, have tripped your leg. Just look like an emotion. Worst and best scene. Trash. I pretty much covered everything I wanted to say. I'm 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 kind of like every. I don't know, bro. It's just a lot. And shout out to Zazu. Zazu was terrible. <laughs> like, Zazu was terrible. Stephen, Co- whoever that dude's name, John Oliver, whatever his name is. The thing I didn't like about Zazu was Zazu was just a buffoon in this. When you watch the original Lion King, and this is just, this isn't really even really a big thing. This is just what I noticed because Zazu was kind of funny in this film. It's just that when you watch the original Lion King, Zazu wasn't a buffoon. Zazu was somebody who really was serious and intelligent, but just people didn't take him seriously. So he found himself in a lot of awkward positions versus in this film. He's like a buffoon. He's stupid. Like he's stupid in this film. In the other one, he wasn't stupid. He just, people didn't take him seriously. But in this film, people don't take him seriously. Plus he is stupid. So it just, it just, it, it just, it just, it just, it just didn't, it just doesn't come off well. It just doesn't come off well. And then on top of that, you can't see the emotion. Like it just, it, it just doesn't, it just doesn't carry well, bro. It just doesn't, you know? You know, it is what it is, man. I, that's my opinion about this film. Um, I'm done with Disney right now. This has really turned me off the idea of, of purchasing Disney Plus when it comes out. I'm just not. I'm really just disappointed in Disney as a total in total, and that's how I feel right now. I got to get off the podcast right now because I have a headache and I'm tired and I um, I just got a lot of my mind right now. This this really disappointed me on a lot of levels, but much love and peace and chicken grease. Thank you for listening to my movie review. I just had to talk about this. We're going to be back probably tomorrow with another episode. I'm just, I got a headache right now, but much love and peace. Thank you for listening to the Greatest Voice Podcast.